0: Joining us now is a radio and television personality. His name is Joe Concha. And uh, Joe is, uh, you see him a lot on Fox News. Uh, He's one of the most visible faces there. Uh, And uh, he has been a columnist, a media and political columnist for The Hill. Uh, I love Joe. Joe has a sense of humor. He's brilliant and all that jazz. So we're going to start right at the beginning. Welcome, Joe Concha. Thanks for joining us this Sunday morning. How are you?
1: My wife never compliments me that way. You, you do. Yeah, I mean, well, he's the thing. I appreciate that. So. If you
0: get married, it's over, okay? The compliments are over. And that's why that. I'm not married. <laughs> All wow. right, listen, Joe. Yeah. Now, I know you're a numbers guy, and I know what happened this past week, but... Seth Meyers had the president on. Now, I don't know anything about numbers, but I got to tell you this. I posted something on Instagram where Joe Biden and his team pulled up in front of, uh, of NBC so that Joe could go out and uh, go into uh, uh, Rockefeller Center there to do the interview on Seth Meyers, a comedy show, a of comedy show. So what what can you tell us about the Seth Meyers show with Joe Biden, our president?
1: Well, for starters, those four people were actually interns for MSNBC. So we we have to be very clear. They shared the same building, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things on this. First, we saw these reports by, like, prominent White House reporters saying that Joe Biden made a surprise appearance with Seth Meyers as if he was in New York for a fundraiser and then told the motorcade, make a left here. The next, he obviously was given not just questions in advance, but seemingly answers in advance, because you, he yeah. had all these props on him, as if he knew exactly what was coming, because he knew what was coming. So this wasn't an interview, and as you said, this wasn't even funny. It was like watching an extension of like the Rachel Maddow show. And the bottom <laughs> line is that only 850,000 people tuned in. You say, okay, You're well, is that good? Say that. Say that again. 850,000 people tuned into oh the show. Gosh. Now let me put that in context. Greg Gutfeld. Who didn't, at last check, have the sitting president on his show that same night, tripled that audience. So think about that for a second. Biden's on there, it's an election year, NBC, all the hype, and they can't even get a third of the audience that Gutfeld had. That is really scary.
0: And you know what's amazing, Joe Concha, is they make it out like, oh, he's so funny. It's just Joe being Joe. Hey, look at the five. I mean, every day we're like three, three and a half million, whatever it is. I mean, we don't even have anyone near
1: a president on there. And you're on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast. People are praying. It's only (laughs) going to get worse as we go to elections, J.J. And
0: the amazing thing is in Michigan, where all the uh, Arabs are who support Hamas, they're like we we're gonna get ten thousand votes, uncommitted votes instead of Joe Biden. They got more than a hundred thousand. So I mean even his own team isn't supporting him. You you've got Fanny and and uh, Wade and all this craziness. Well this week the attorney for the lover, Nathan Wade, who made six hundred and fifty thousand, but doesn't want you to believe he made that <laughs> because he had to split it among his partners and his wife and the federal government, so he only made like a hundred thousand. You know, can you imagine, Joe, going to the federal government and saying, my my uh, my W-2 says this or says that, but uh, cut it in a quarter because that's all I really got. I mean, these people are so stupid, it blows my mind. But anyway, Terrence Wade comes in and he, he was brought in because he made statements that Fanny and Willis had a relationship before the spring of 2022 and that he was her lover. She brought him in to pay him. Uh, and then uh, to take down Donald Trump, and then all of a sudden they've got emails and text messages and conversations where he said, "Oh yeah, they were they were sleeping together two years before that." And the guy ought to know he's Wade's lawyer. Now, why don't you tell us what happened in court this week?
1: Oh well, then from there, Wade's lawyer is basically presented. Text, text messages between Wade and Fonnie Willis, uh, clearly showing, beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, that these two uh, were were having uh, uh, familiar relations uh, for, for some time well before they said uh, they were, and obviously before Wade was hired with that $650,000, which they then proceeded to spend on all these vacations. By the way, who goes to Napa and doesn't drink wine? She's like, oh, I don't like wine. She was there oh. for a Tito's tasting, apparently, you know, like the Grey Goose, yep. right, as far as yep. Bach is concerned, which, you know, you have enough of that. I I, I think that that's probably going to go sideways.
0: I mean, and but then, can you imagine, I mean, she's in the middle of a courtroom saying, but I don't like wine. I like Grey Goose, you know. The, the, are you, uh, uh, these people, I'm telling you, Joe, these people have never been in a courtroom. First of all, Wade's never tried a felony. And I almost want them to stay on the case. They're so incompetent.
1: (laughs) That's true, right? Nathan Wade is like the Better Call Saul of Fulton County, Georgia. This guy was an ambulance chaser. Now he's going to try a federal RICO case? Uh, You're right. It would probably be a better idea just to keep them on. But, Judge, I've heard you say it on The Five. Uh, I've said it as well, and I'm not even a lawyer. I'm just a guy watching this saying, boy, this is a train wreck. They're going to be disqualified from this case. And this case probably is not going anywhere. They they weren't going to be able to try this before Election Day. Anyway, as you know, RICO cases, you've got to get 18 witnesses on the stand. Yeah, you just don't do that like you're ordering a pizza and have it done in 30 minutes. So between this, with with this case going out the door, and then you see, obviously, what what happened this week with the Supreme Court, that's going to push the Jack Smith case well past Election Day. Donald Trump isn't going to have to face anything, I don't think, before the election. And as I said, he's the odds on favor to not only win, but win easily if the election were held today.
0: Well, there's no no question about that, I mean. But what I'm concerned about, Joe Concha, is whether or not the judge, Scott McAfee, has the uh, spine to do what he's got to do in this case. There is no question. There's not only uh, a conflict here. There is the appearance of a conflict, which is enough to have them removed. And then, of course, the issue is... Does the case stay with the DA's office in Fulton County or has it been so tainted by the corruption there that they're going to get a new prosecutor in there? Uh, the, the whole thing is crazy. But in the end, uh, only time will tell. And the last thing I want to talk to you about is, yes. you know, we, we had competing visits at the border by Joe Biden. Joe, of course, goes to Brownville, where there have been 12 people who went in in the last month, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Donald Trump. But, you know, Joe Biden is trying to gaslight the American public and convince them that, you know, everything is really okay while illegals are killing Americans. Uh, and I'm ta- I talked about that earlier in the show today.
1: Blaken Riley, say her name, 22 yeah. year old nursing student out for a jog on some intramural fields, University of Georgia, Athens, Sanctuary City, by the way. And Joe Biden hasn't contacted the family, and won't even make a statement about it. To your point, Brownsville, where he is going, all right, just six people crossed into the country illegally illegally on Wednesday there. Six. Meanwhile, when you look at Eagle Pass, there have been more than 2,000 apprehensions since just February 24th alone. So, Uh, he's going to a place where nothing is happening. It's only for a photo op. Bill Malusian reported on Fox that he didn't even contact the Border Patrol Union. He says he's going down there to speak to officials. Well, that's probably the first place you want to start. And he didn't even invite them, nor will speak to them. He is losing on this issue badly. He's always several days late and many dimes short. And Trump is leading on this.
0: All right, Joe Concha, that's why we loved you. You are clear, you are affirmative, and you are... uh hysterical. I love you, Joe Concha. Thanks for joining us this morning.